you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how's your weekend going? Because, guys, we're recording a little early because tomorrow's Easter, so. We got plans. <laughs> right. I mean, I haven't done anything. It's, it's Saturday morning. Just right. Just to be clear, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm, and we got a busy day today. I vacuumed. I, I have turkey necks cooking for Easter. I <laughs> went to the gym. I mean, mm-hmm. that's about it thus mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, I had a off. I was off yesterday. I did a little bit of client work. Um, but in the morning, I like I caught up on Good Girls, the show, because I know that's confusing. Um, and I ran around looking for mustard green because <laughs> I got my hair straightened this week. Um, I'm getting my hair braided next week, so I already knew the straightened hair wasn't gonna last long. But running around to multiple stores looking for mustard greens, and it was raining outside. And I, and, and, and I asked the question of, <laughs> do you have to have mustard greens? I really wanted mustard greens. I haven't had mustard greens since I lived in Atlanta, and I just really That's wanted fine. mustard greens. I understand. It just was a lot of trouble. And <laughs> they would eat all them greens. That's and actually, my hair was doing good when I first came in the house from running around. But I went back out later, and it wasn't raining anymore, but it was just so humid. And it's still a little. Yeah, and when I came back in the house, my ends was like, mm, poof. Like, <laughs> and then I was going to flat iron, and I was like, you know what? I don't feel like it. I don't have the energy, nor do I really care, because like I said, I'm getting my hair braided on Thursday, so it's like, this will work. Seriously? We bo- we already talked about how we both planned to get our hair braided the no, same No, but I'm literally, I didn't know we both were getting it done literally on Thursday. It is. So... <laughs> We're preparing for Vegas, guys. <laughs> so, I'm not really impressed about my hair at this point. Even though I did want to just stay straight, you know, another day or so. Like, let's get through Easter, but it's all good. Oh, well. So, what's happening in media? We're going to do just two updates. Mm-hmm. One, um, Wendy Williams filed for divorce. Yep. Um, on her show, she just kind of made an offhand comment talking about, like, you know, she's done with divers. She's done with babies. I feel like that's all we really going to get out of her directly. Yeah, right. So it's true. Mm-hmm. And she's done with it. She so here for the he, baby. She put the papers out, fired him from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I read that she had some of his stuff repossessed. The yeah, cars and stuff she owned. Because he, he bought and his mistress a that car. That got repossessed. And so she was like, mm, get us here back. I like that. I like her energy. <laughs> And the story says she gave him like 48 hours to get out of their house. He later, there was a statement that was put out by him, allegedly, and that he said, apologizing for his behavior, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know the best apology is change behavior. Talking about he's not proud of his <sighs> but he recent actions. The but you bought like 10 years. Right, and but you okay. bought a car for her and you have a kid, but you're not proud. You should be proud. You got a whole family, brother. Don't act like that now. And I wonder if the <laughs> I wonder if the um, side piece is committed because now 
new money won't be flowing in. I'm sure you will get oh, right. a settlement because yeah. I know they had. I don't know if they had a prenup or anything, but I'm sure he will get something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is she riding? Because it ain't fresh, fresh money coming, and his career has been her. around her. Yeah. So I don't know how easy it would be for him to tap back in with someone else. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. And allegedly, the mistress is the reason that back in the day, Charlemagne got fired. Because yeah. he was trying to hook the mistress up with his best friend slash bodyguard Wax. Right. And that's why he got fired. And Charlamagne always knew that, but he was like, I'm just, he, up until now, wasn't going to speak on it. And they're actually on speaking terms again. Yeah, because he always said he never had beef with women. Which I think that's cool. Yeah. And hopefully they can have a friendship or just clear the air and know that it's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, at the end of the day, Charlamagne ended up what he was supposed to do. Exactly. And she was for her as well. Yeah. So it all worked out in the end. Yeah. And then the other update I had just with Nipsey, Hups, uh, Nipsey Hussle's just the shooting of him and the other two guys, including mm-hmm. Which they Lakin. still didn't say the other guy. They only said the one that just got out of jail. I know they didn't. They still have I that. don't know how he is. Yeah. But he was arrested because, you know, when you're a uh, convicted felon, you're not supposed to hang out with other mm-hmm. felons or known, like, gang members or whatever. Right. And they were together, so... They arrest him, which I thought For was ridiculous. Parole. I mean, under that's the circumstances, the system, it's like, come on. That's how the system keeps people in the system. Um, <clears throat> so they ended up dismissing the case, which it should have never been a case to me. Facts. But I'm glad that that was dismissed and he can move on. Yeah. Um, but let's just talk about what we really want to talk about. <laughs> you feel me? We're not talking about anything else <laughs> but Beyonce. Y'all, Shanae is officially a full-blown member of Guys, <laughs> I feel like I've resisted it. Like, I've always been a fan. Like, I was fan of Destiny's Child. Yeah. Rocking with her since I was a kid. Yeah. But I never... And then, like, a few years ago, i say I was a member, but I was, like, low-key. I certainly mm-hmm. wasn't financial. You feel me? <laughs> like, I just was like, you know, I'm a member, but, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't attacking nobody's mentions. <laughs> I'm not... Doing Facebook stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know what I mean? I just really like her. Now, the past couple of albums, it's just the love. And you know, I realized I've always been a member. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't being honest with myself. Because <laughs> I can't say I love her more. Mm-hmm. The love has not changed. I think I've finally come to terms with, Ho, you always been one. <laughs> you always been one. You just never really wanted to admit that you were so passionate about a stranger, essentially. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I am <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to coach. I mean, I went to Coachella for Beyonce. That's why I went to yeah, go. Yeah. That's a five hundred dollar ticket. You feel me? Right. I, I have proven I'm loyal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so when this documentary came, and it came when I was telling which was, was even wonderful. I was so mad that it came on Wednesday. So when I got it would have been a perfect opportunity for like a get together with wine. Heck yeah! But which I still feel like I can have. I mean, we can still party. do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but Wednesday morning, I sat down, opened up my laptop, so I was online, um, kind of put that to the side, and watched the documentary two hours and 17 minutes, mm-hmm. couldn't get enough. Mm-hmm. First of all, so glad we was at Coachella. The I one know. thing I realized, it's like, when I was one watching it, I was like, I'm oh, so hyped, I was there! Yeah. I didn't see it, like, on YouTube, I was there, I was in her space, mm-hmm. and I would, I'd tell people, like, the energy, like you see people looking shocked and crazy. People were so hyped. I was yeah. hyped. It people was such everything. We wanted to fight now. That's another. 
go listen to our Coachella episode right. and you'll hear the details. But the energy was so amazing and yeah. I just loved the music sound is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. So like what y'all hear and even like I love that she dropped the live version. Yeah. But like it sounded so good. It was just so good. So watching all over again, seeing things I don't even feel like I paid attention so, to when I was there. Well, because I think the difference between being there and seeing the video is like the video shows the whole stage. When you're there, you like at some point you either gotta choose to pay attention to Beyonce or choose to pay attention to the background dancers. Right, like, you can't like you can't, focus. Yeah, exactly. you can't see everything at once. So especially with but, like I'm sure you got people standing in front of you. Like. Right, and the thing <laughs> is like we were in a pre- pretty decent spot. Yeah, we but were. I can't imagine people who were like. Further behind, because like you really couldn't see. It was for me. It was either be in the front where we were, or oh, be all the way in the back. Because I wasn't gonna be in the middle. Hey, you can't. No. You couldn't have seen anything. No, and no we way. were in the front, and I can't even say it was comfortable being in the front. But it we was in the front. Was not. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, but it was just awesome, and the the the, the snippets, the snippets in between. Because when yeah. I started, I was like. Because when I first saw it, I was like, is it just the performance? Well, I that's wasn't what I was sure. like, I remember us watching her for this long. <laughs> but I was like, I don't think it was that long. That's what I said, too. But yeah. then we got those snippets of the, the rehearsals. and Which I wish, honestly, I want to see more. I want to see. I could. She could have did an hour more of just the rehearsals. Yeah. And picking out the costumes yeah, and stuff Yeah, I would have like loved that. it. Um, I thought that was cool, and you seeing that she picked out, she picked everyone, and mm-hmm. there was a vision and in mind, and, and right, you saw Blue, you saw Jay, mm-hmm. and like even the some of the rehearsal shots, Kelly was there, like you mm-hmm. could see everyone was there and being mm-hmm. supportive, yeah. and she talked about the pregnancy because I know people when she was pregnant. People was like, well, how is she having twins? And I even said maybe she did IVF. Who knows? Yeah, a lot of people think. Who oh, knows? Man. Just because. We know she had struggles in the struggles past. in the past. Yeah, it don't mean you can't be right. successful. Right, like I don't think people, and I was just talking about that this week. I don't think people realize how often people miscarry, um, and how like it doesn't mean necessarily that, that something's can't. wrong. Right, exactly. Yeah, because like I forgot, I listened to a podcast, and this woman, um, I think it was Miley, she had a miscarriage, and then you know had a son right after that, and so she was like kind of talking about her frustrations with her mom, and her mom was like. Oh yeah, I had a miscarriage in between each of y'all, and she was like, "Well, you never told us that." She was just like, "I every time I had a miscarriage, within months after that, I got pregnant again, and it was a." Safe. It is very. And common. so it was like, I don't think people realize. I mean, of course, it's a hard thing to go through, but I don't think people realize how common it is. It is, and so she said, you know, she got pregnant unexpectedly, and mm-hmm. it was twins, and yeah. so what a blessing, mm-hmm. and good for them, and it was just nice seeing it. Even when, and I thought it was like cute. Those moms, like when she was trying on the costume and she called Jay, and she yeah. was like, They're never like the girls, like, Why are they never excited like we are? She's right. like, I don't know. Like, because <laughs> I always feel like people are like Beyonce had no personality, she just don't show it. She yeah. don't have to, by the way. Right. But I felt like you got to see more of her, more of her, yeah. which as a beehive member, that's all we want to see. <laughs> we want to see her perform, her rehearse, her breathe, her breathe, <laughs> her upset, her cool, like we just want to see it. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. It gave me life. I I thought I was weird by feeling so like, oh, like inspired, so whatever, but mm-hmm. like when I was on Twitter, I was like, I'm glad I'm not alone. Like it was just this yeah. crazy of everybody I just was, got their lives. I was, because I watched it on Friday because I just didn't have, or no, Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday night because I just didn't have time before then. 
And I was texting Shanae. I was like, this is making me want to work out. I'll tell you. I, I literally, midway through, I was texting like, I'm watching, and I just want to get my life together. Because watching it made me go, I just want to get my life together. I mean, she did four months of just music and vocals, and then four months of choreography. Mm-hmm. I mean. And even, I enjoyed even seeing her not getting the choreography. Right. I think, because I think a lot of times, it's this view of her that it's like, oh, she pick it up like this. But, especially coming back after pregnancy, there is, like, a learning curve. And so, I think it was great to see her, like, getting even frustrated with not picking it up as quickly. And she was so transparent with just saying, like, she wouldn't do that again. She will never push herself. And (laughs) so, I feel like there's a lesson there. Like, people Mm -hmm. like, she's so great. But she even realized that, like... I did the most. (laughs) I'm glad it worked out. But, like, I didn't have to do that. Right. Yeah. People would have been happy if she came out and performed like everybody else. Facts. Sang her songs. Facts. But the death. thing is, she even learned it. Like, the way she pushed herself right after having twins. Mm-hmm. And she had a difficult pregnancy. And mm-hmm. wanted to be with her children. And literally not eating anything. I was like, what type of diet is that? <laughs> and she being honest saying, I'm hungry. Like, <laughs> I really appreciated mm-hmm. appreciated that. Her being just transparent with the fact that, like, it was tough. Yeah. Getting her headspace back. Getting her body back. Mm-hmm. Trying to get back they were doing like a, the choreographer was doing a dance move she was like that's so fast and he was like I know but you'll get it she was like that's why I said take that part out so it's like even like seeing her be honest like I'm not doing that cause that's doing too much take that part out like I thought I really enjoyed cause like I mean of course even though people have this view of Beyonce she still has her limitations and yes yeah, she can push her boundaries but at the end of the day if she says something too much it's too much but I think that's a lesson right yeah. sometimes stuff is too much yeah. and sometimes you don't have to push yourself to the brink. Right. Yeah. You true. take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. Again, me live. Mm-hmm. And then we got the live version, which I love. <laughs> and for everyone who is like, how y'all so hype off of the same music? First of all, it's not the same. It's the live version. Mm-hmm. What do you not get? The right. new ad libs. Plenty and plenty of artists in the past have done live versions of their projects. Um, so, and okay. it's different. Like she had different music, mm-hmm. different al- uh, different transitions, different transitions. You know what I gotta learn? I got forty <laughs> tracks of new things to learn. That's new. She got a lot of different ad libs. Certain things she don't say on the line. Like you gotta learn yeah. that. Yeah. That's a new album. Yeah. And then two, I I really like people who like I don't get the Beyonce. Why it's so high Beyonce? The same people who talk about Game of Thrones, like. I love Here's, but but you t- well, I'm like the only person who don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Here's the thing. I don't watch Game of Thrones either. But I feel like I gotta keep saying it. Right. Because y'all all excited on Facebook and Twitter. Why do I now at this moment have to be like, I, I don't even watch it. Right. You just stop. Let's go watch something else then. And let people feel excited. Yeah. And that's the same with the homecoming. Like, you don't want to watch the documentary? Fine. You don't want to sit But as you see all this on your timeline, like people being excited and having a good time. You just got to be the, oh, should I watch it? I mean, ain't just what we saw last year. Just shut up. Sit your ass down. <laughs> Feel it? And then I even saw some so people annoying. being like, well, how do y'all people people that pay for Coachella just to see her feel now? Because now we all get to see her. I'm like, I mean, it's still different being there. So, no. First I still of all, we pain. still had a better experience than you, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I still don't want to. We watch it at home. We watch it on like, your oh, couch. I'm standing right there. Are you like, kidding me? And let's just 
let's and let's also just say something else. We saw about a dozen other people as well. So right. that too. While we do love Beyonce, and that is the main reason why I bought the ticket. Mm-hmm. I also saw Cardi B, Migos. I saw uh, Miguel. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw a whole. Oh no, we didn't do Miguel. I think we was tired. Yeah. Who? Are, we saw a whole bunch. I can't we think of people. people yeah. We saw a bunch of Chloe people. Chloe Halle. And plus, just the experience overall. I yeah. do think everyone should try to go at least once. It's mm-hmm. very expensive, but, but it was great. I think it's a great experience. I will go again. Yeah. So we still had a better experience. <laughs> We still were breathing her air. Mm-hmm. You were not. Mm-hmm. And then the whole rumor, which is false, but the whole rumor that um, Ariana Grande got paid $8 million and, and she got only four, got four. Right. But Coachella came on and said that it was a miscommunication with the press or whatever. That which you get paid $4 million for each night. So they both got paid $8 the million. What the difference is that Beyonce, they initially offered Beyonce more. I think it was like $12 million, But she wanted the, the music, rights. the videos, all of that. And so it was negotiated down to 8 so that she got paid from them the same amount as Ariana Grande. And then but she flipped now it. Now she makes it so much more from... The, the music the album, from Netflix, Netflix from whatever else she right. wanted and Netflix apparently paid her 60 for three projects yeah. and so I was like Ooh, so two more coming Symphony Delicious <laughs> and there we go so we got two more yeah so I'm hoping and that's why I wonder if if she's gonna spread them out like if the next one will be whenever she drops her next album but I'm hoping they're related to her cause yeah. my thought was just because she got projects don't mean she's in it. She That's can just true. be producing it. That's true. So I do hope that the other two are her related. Mm-hmm. If not, I mean, we still gonna like it. But <laughs> we're wanting more Beyonce. Right. So, so I'm hoping the other two. I think it will be because I feel like be around she's her. just using Netflix or, how she used to use HBO, where it was more of the background yeah, stuff. Apparently, and, yeah, and so, Netflix offered more than HBO. Yeah, that's the only reason. Because maybe it'll switched. be a on the run. Mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. there could be one for that, mm-hmm. and maybe around her new album. Who yeah. knows? We're waiting. We're ready. Um, <laughs> so, I love first you. of all, I just wanted to clear that rumor up. Well, Coachella cleared the rumor up that they got paid from them the same amount. Now, people may not think that that's fair, but they offered her more, and then, but she said, "Give me my things." And, and make more money off it too, right? <laughs> Why are we so concerned about money? We won't see. You feel well because people were trying to make it associated with race and saying like Beyonce's been doing this so much longer and blah blah blah. They were basically trying to but make I felt, Coachella but the, seem bad, and that's why Coachella was like, "Let me correct this right now." Right, but from the beginning <laughs> of time, can't you see with the documentary and the album that a deal was made? Right. Y'all couldn't clearly see nobody that. Nobody else did that. Y'all couldn't clearly see that right. if she did get paid that, it was because she also wanted the rights to. Sell it to someone else, right? Because nobody and, else has ever been able to do that. It's like either you catch it while they live stream it, or you catch somebody bootleg and version. And the audio to mm-hmm. have that to now sell again, right? Don't I was like from the beginning. Don't y'all think <laughs> that was a part of the reason why if she was paid less, that right. would be why, right? Yeah, I don't know. People just and then too, we ain't seeing none of that. Because the only that. other person I know, I know of, could be more in the past. That have had any like kind of exclusivity deal with Coachella was um, Donald Glover with the Guava Island. Um, he premiered that during Coachella, but that was it. And that's not Homecoming. <laughs> well, yes, it was. He cute. premiered that during Coachella, and then it was on Prime. <laughs> right, and then, okay. but it's not Homecoming. <laughs> I mean, yes, I agree. But now, I'm not, sure he didn't make as much from doing that. Not Homecoming. But, yeah, it was nice though. 
Okay. <laughs> so, all right, we had our um our Beyonce talk kind of relates to our topic of the day. But and I'll question it up real quick with our question. Yeah, and it's Beyonce. It's a Beyonce episode. <laughs> Let's name this Homecoming. <laughs> okay. Or suck on my balls, something like that. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> All right. Um, our question of the week was: If you could replace one family member with Beyonce, who would it be? All right. So Ryan M. Still said, "I can't think of a family member I wouldn't trade for Beyonce." Ouch! So <laughs> I gotta be honest. I'm like, eek. Beloved and unbowed said, "Um, I'm good. Love, enjoy. My family is irreplaceable." Okay. That's probably cute. the only one. <laughs> Um, Headshot1906 said The cousin I don't even talk to like that But answers the call of duty when I need a monetary favor Miss 20 something said I have a couple of cousins I could spare Um, Misha girl said All of them I don't care And then the chatty patty said My sister Hashtag to the left to the left I don't know (laughs) if your sister follows you That was ouch (laughs) So Shanae who you trading? My sister you don't have a sister. Exactly. Don't. So you Boom. don't trade nobody. I'm adding. No, that ain't no, the question. No, sister, you can't try to do a loophole like sister. all of these people be trying to do. You don't have a sister. Maybe I do. I don't but know you that. Don't. But I don't know. You can't trade somebody that don't exist. My parents was always together. Now I don't know. I, I could. I could have a sibling, and so I don't. Don't irritate me. <laughs> Probably cousin I don't talk to, <laughs> so then it's not no one in my main group. Because mm-hmm. look, I I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but like a cousin I don't really talk to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, okay. you can be replaced. Okay, um, I'm gonna choose a cousin by marriage. We not blood, no way. That's even better. <laughs> you can go. <laughs> Lead a children, but you can go. That's funny. <laughs> This ad is sponsored by Make It Classy. Are you tired of looking for clean ingredients to make beauty products for yourself? Well, Make It Classy is here for you. They deliver plant-based ingredients and step-by-step instructions needed to craft your own chemical-free DIY beauty creations. With thousands of harmful chemicals laced into everyday beauty products that can cause health concerns, we want you to take control. By learning to incorporate plant-based ingredients into your hair and skin regimen, you can take full control of your beauty routine. Make It Classy aims to help all women gain confidence in all aspects of life while learning to create their own beauty products using plant-based ingredients. Visit MakeItClassyDIY.com to be one of the first to receive a DIY beauty box made with you in mind. Beyonce, um, our topic of today is just things that we do to boost confidence. Um, like we mentioned while we were watching it, it was kind of like, well, I know specifically like even for Shanae, it was like, oh, let me get my life together. For me, it was like, oh, I need to work out. Like it was just like, oh, I need to get it together because I mean, this girl, she just, I'm not doing all that Beyonce did. <laughs> I'm not doing that diet. <laughs> I would do the diet more before I did anything else. I mean, 
when she when she was listening to what she don't eat, I'm like, what's left? What, what's I mean, honestly, it ain't that far from what I was eating when I was doing keto. I'm like, what's left? <laughs> no dairy, no no meat, no no carbs, no bread. The only no difference liver. between that and what I was doing was the dairy. So okay. all I had to do was that minus the dairy. But you were eating salmon and eggs, no meat. Um. Well, she didn't say eggs. Eggs isn't meat. Hmm. But I mean, I've been vegetarian, so I can go without fish. <laughs> Shanae's face. She's like, mm-mm. But yeah, I feel like if anything, that would be the easier part for me to do is the diet. Please. I'd rather be <laughs> dancing around that. And she only uh, did it for 100 days. I'd rather be dancing around that uh, soundstage. Can't breathe in <laughs> to give up. I do wonder how much, like, what was the cost of production? Like, sheesh. Because she had all those people there for four months. Well, no. Some people there for eight months. Then the dancers there for four months. Like, and I know they was getting paid to be there. So, I'm like, I know the cost of production was high. Maybe a million. Yeah, and I was thinking. she had seven. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot, but still not. Yeah. Still not taking a huge hit Chunk. in her money. Yeah. That's true. In my mind. Yeah. Plus, sometimes I have to tell, so when people be talking about people's money, this $40 million deal, let's let's talk about taxes first, because it ain't 40 mil. Facts. And I think people need to realize that, too. Like, right. A $60 million deal, let's, like, damn near cut that in half. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Unless you're doing another charity work. Right. Right. Is, but, but I'm just saying, when y'all counting their money, remember, mm-hmm. they got a lot of taxes mm-hmm. they got to be paying on that. Mm-hmm. So, it ain't. That and that's either. why a bunch of celebrities end up having nonprofits and stuff because they need them write-offs. But um, but yeah, so um, we have an article: ten things you can do to boost confidence. Um, and so we'll go through some of them, and some of them will just relate to Beyonce, uh, ma'am. That's how I boost confidence. Okay, she's like shimmying her boobs. Yeah. That's what she does to boost confidence. So number one, visualize yourself as you want to be. Um, and so seeing an image of like even looking at an old image of yourself and who you are proud of being or just picturing a vision of how you want to be and not necessarily even all like physical features but even internal features um, they help yourself achieve your goals and help you boost your confidence I can get that mm-hmm. some people call it like um, manifesting mm-hmm. like you know visualizing Mm-hmm. What they want their future to be, mm-hmm. speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. I think that's all good. I saw colleagues. things I imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak things in existence, so yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, affirming yourself. Um, and so it says we tend to behave in accordance with our own self-image. The trick is to make lasting, lasting change. Um, to how you view yourself. So either. In, reading positive affirmations or hearing positive affirmations from others um, helps you have confidence in your abilities, your skills, your appearance, you know, everything about yourself. It really helps build that confidence. I was never and still have a love-hate relationship with affirmations. Mm-hmm. My therapist is always like, how can you write an affirmation about what you're feeling right now? I'm My like, therapist oh, is She'd be like, forget the damn on affirmations. She's like, they ain't working. I'm like, okay. um, <laughs> My therapist really pushes affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they work. I think they can. However, yeah. 
Um, I always get annoyed every time she asks me to write a new one. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to write a new one. However, for me, the reason I say I have a love-hate with them is because I don't enjoy writing them, but I notice that once I repeat them every day or I put it in like my routine, when my mind goes to a negative place, that will pop in my head. Mm-hmm. So I do think for me, mm-hmm. it can it works. So I do think it can be successful for others. Yeah, so like even with my therapist, the ones that she felt like weren't working were like the textbook affirmations like literally the ones like you print out I was reading them she was like no they don't work so like we made our own so like it may sound silly but one of mine is it's okay to be chai tea and like that's just because like I love chai tea but everybody don't like chai tea and that's okay and like we made up that information and it works for me and so it's like it doesn't have to like be this like structured affirmation that sounds all frilly but it just has to work for you I don't even like the frilly sounding ones in the first place, <laughs> personally. Right. But I agree. Yeah. Um, next is do one thing that scares you every day. Something that pushes your boundaries and something that you don't, that you either fear or that you didn't ever want to face head on, head on because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. I don't know about every day. Every day. I'm like, how? Shoot, how do you maintain? Once a week is pushing it. Like, I mean, I don't. I think for me to do that, I have to write down what scares me. Right. Um, yeah. Untrustworthy Negroes is one. <laughs> how do you? How would you face that? Maybe dating more. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Putting them right in my face. How well, I guess now? that you could. That <laughs> I guess facing that every day would be, you know, dating consistently with a person because you're talking to them every day. They make me go crazy. <laughs> Deal with them every day. Ooh. Okay. That's one. <laughs> Um, I don't know enough. I guess I have to think about like what scares me or what causes some sort of fear in me to figure out how to find ways to address that every day. I do know that in certain situations, I'll procrastinate because I don't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So I do try to now when there's something I need to do that kind of makes me cringe or make me feel uncomfortable at the thought, I try to do it immediately because Mm. typically I'll sit on things because I feel nervous about it or I'm afraid it won't be perfect so I won't do it. Mm -hmm. So I do think trying to push yourself to do it faster Mm. can be helpful, like Mm -hmm. not sitting on it if you know that is a place of vulnerability. Because you might sitting on it for like a year. And, and never facing it. Yeah, that's true. So I, I get that. I just don't know. I think how, every day I don't know. Bit much. I think every day is a lot, and I don't <laughs> feel like I have that. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I have to think about what it, what makes me uncomfortable. What, I think what it makes me feel fearful. I um, think being aware of what you're working towards on a daily basis is good, but I don't know if there are even opportunities to face something that you fear every day. For me, anyways, like. Most days I'm going to work, working, going to, like it's to, like Monday through Thursday is a routine that I may not have anything new to deal with unless it's like something in my work environment to face every day. So I do think I'm every day to suck my balls. I mean, I mean hit the, hit. The, I I went into that move that from the documentary guys. <laughs> Put that leg up on somebody. Oh. Um. Next is can you a pause now? Can you imagine? Get in an argument with someone and you start stepping and yelling, suck my balls. Like, and the person would just be like, "Really?" So you, so, you, so there's you someone in a relationship right now doing that with their spouse. That would be me. <laughs> and they're like, "How long is going to last?" I'm tired of this. That would be me annoying the heck out of my friend. Like, come on. 
can you come on? Can we talk? <laughs> right? And you just like, so? <laughs> oh my boss. <laughs> Yes, I got hurry up to get somebody so I can do it before it's <laughs> oh too late. <laughs> I, that's why I always tell people. I'm like, just warning you. If you want to date me, I'm very annoying. But. Or at least <laughs> Family Games of Uno. That's a great place to pull that out for me. We get really competitive yeah, in my yeah. end. So, yeah. so, we get that Uno out. So, oh my God. Easter's tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my Games God. will be played. Don't you? Um, next is question your inner critic. Um, some of the harshest comments that we give ourselves come from inside Facts. or it's the things that we think others are thinking about us without even actually knowing that they are. Factual. That so is always factual. questioning that kind of voice that's like, I like to say it's like, you know how you have the, like the devil and the angel on your shoulder. That's the devil that just be like talking. Picking at you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, I don't know why I always hear that when I don't hear the other ones. Because <laughs> we got to strengthen the angel voice higher. Yeah. I think we all have that. I know I, I do, do and I struggle you. with it. And yeah. I've been working on silencing um, her. Yeah. Because I know for me, that's even caused friction in relationships. Because I'd be like, you was thinking this. And they was like, no, I wasn't. Totally make up scenarios that have not <laughs> Yes, changed. you make up a whole scenario in your head. Because I just knew you felt. Because you, and it's like, I didn't even say that. But right. I felt like you felt that way. And you look like a crazy person. Facts. Literally arguing with yourself. Facts. He's like, I never said that. But I it, I just felt I'm like, like, but then I your body language. But can you see how I saw it that way? Like It's like no, because I I didn't think that. So you're right. Yeah. But it a lot of times that's trouble. just it's like I think a lot of times it's your insecurities coming out and how absolutely. you think other people perceive you or how they think they said something to you. That's or, absolutely what it is. Yeah, and yeah. I definitely deal with it. Yeah. Um and I like I said, I've worked on myself because now one thing I learned in therapy if someone, if you're like, to talk through the statement. So, like, mm-hmm. you make a mistake at work and your inner critic is like, see, you always make mistakes all the time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, now think, do you really make mistakes all the time? Yeah, because like, you sometimes your critique could be right, but sometimes But you can break it down to not make it like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, do you really make mistakes all the time at work? And you're mm-hmm. like... No. And why are you making these and no, mistakes? And, and, and like, when is the last time generally you made a mistake? Like, yeah. two months ago. Okay, so why did you make the mistake this time? Yeah. You were rushing. Okay, you're not a failure. Yeah. You're not a mess up. So yeah. that's something that my therapist would say. Like, talk through, the, like, when you make the statement, now mm-hmm. talk through the statement. Because mm-hmm. typically when you, like, talk through it at the end, it's like, no, no, that was just a, a mistake. And mm-hmm. that doesn't define me and we move on right type of thing i think even for me that goes back to like treating others how you would treat yourself because i think when others are like critiquing yourself i'm real quick to be like no like i'll talk them down like real quick and like no that's not true i think maybe just this blah blah but it's like i don't be doing that for my dad going so and so i just feel like it goes back to treating others i mean treat yourself how you treat others that you care about I want to say I don't know, but sometimes not all others. I can be real with you. <laughs> treat the <laughs> so who you like, yeah, you love, yes. treat yourself like that. Yes. Not people you can't stand. No. Okay, just want to be clear for people. <laughs> That's all. Lord. Okay. Next is take the one hundred days of rejection challenge. And so I'll explain this a little bit more because at first like, I'm like, but who's what's that? Who said that? Like, who's that? <laughs> right. Okay. So. There's um, Gia Zhang, 
has become famous for recording his experience of busting fear by purposefully making crazy requests of people in order to be rejected over 100 days. So he's trying to be rejected. His purpose was to desensitize himself from rejection after he became more upset than he expected over rejection from a potential investor. Busting fear isn't easy to do, but if you want to have fun while building up your self-confidence, this is a powerful way to do it. So, I don't know if I'm uh, willing to do this uh, So, like, we're <laughs> things that are ridiculous so that people will say no. Yeah, so that you can be desensitized to being rejected. I don't know if I want to do that, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good practice. I don't feel like I Because I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling away after being rejected. I think it's just learning how to react to it. But I don't want to be desensitized from rejection. That's just me. I don't want to be desensitized from anything. But I mean, I guess he felt like that was necessary because he got so upset. But yeah. I feel like, but I think then address your but feelings. I don't know. You know me. I'm I'm studying mindfulness right now, yeah. and like in the study of mindfulness, you don't desensitize. You right. let yourself feel it. Right. So if you got rejected and it hurt your feelings, you're allowed to feel those feelings. The whole thing of mindfulness is. Allowing it to happen and allowing it to pass, right? And not holding on to it. Right. So I feel like if something's disappointing, you have a right to be disappointed. Yeah. If something stung, it stung. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that's just, why I'm like, I don't really agree. I ain't doing that. <laughs> so if you might want to try that, let me know how that goes. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but uh, the only way I can think that this would be helpful is because, like, I know people that don't approach potential partners because they're scared of rejection and so i think the only way to help you be more confident is like to let rejection roll off your back if you are rejected by people um when you're trying to approach them but other than that i don't see how this is helpful that means what you're gonna ask out 100 people people you feel like you that you can't you dm all these models like (laughs) (laughs) all right um no next is set yourself up to win too many people are discouraged about their abilities because they set themselves themselves goals that are too difficult to achieve. Start by setting yourself small goals that you can easily win. I think that's smart practices for like even most goals. It's like have a goal and then objectives to get to the goal. Um, so I definitely think that it would be good to practice that with building self-confidence. So like a small step could be wearing something that you were scared to wear or like <laughs> taking the small steps like that to feel more confident about your outward appearance um, or like if you're scared with public speaking speaking in front of some friends like taking small steps I think is good practices with most goals I personally like to do small goals because mm-hmm. I get impatient mm-hmm. and so to keep myself focused it's better for me to have many small goals than like a few large goals. But yeah. that's just for me because like I'm still developing, but I just do not have patience. And like even my house, I it irritates the crap out of me that it's not finished. Mm-hmm. I haven't been here six months. Why right. do I even have that expectation? You know how people live for years without change? I don't know how to do it, but that's <laughs> another conversation. <laughs> but to remind myself like. Small it's a process. It's yeah. a process. Yeah. Like for example, I just got kitchen bar stools. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. Even though I want it now. If we was rich, you could get everything you wanted immediately. I as know. far as like furnishing. I know. Maybe that's why we ain't yet. there. Maybe the Lord is like, 
That's why you're not rich because <laughs> I need you to have patience. Maybe I feel you, Lord. So when I get that, do I become rich? <laughs> Potentially, or Let me know. maybe that's one of the steps on the way to well. Let me know, Lord. Later, we'll talk. <laughs> we chat. We'll talk later. Um, next is help someone else. Um, so helping someone else often enables us to forget about ourselves and to feel grateful for what we have. It also feels good when you're able to make a difference for someone else. So just pouring back into the community give you a little bit of a boost. For sure. I think it can be a homily experience. Mm-hmm. Definitely can make you feel like my issues I have are rather small compared to others. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's like and a lot more manageable. Mm-hmm. They're manageable issues. <laughs> so I, I can agree with that. And I also feel like even if it's just helping a friend. I mean, I just feel like... Yeah. But I also believe in gratitude and I believe in really I practice I call it like just really hardcore practicing thankfulness mm. being I thankful about the little things I mean I have food to eat and, I, and I'm thankful I have a car to, you know what I mean yeah. like just even on a small level I have hot water because people do not have hot water do you know what yeah. I mean so I really think even sometimes really thinking about all that you can do easily mm-hmm. to say I'm just thankful this because some people do not have that yeah, I did a um, what, and this may have been a year or so ago. I did a thirty days of gratitude challenge with my friend, and every day we had to say three things we were thankful for. And you could not repeat. After like day fifteen, it was hard, but like you still get to like you even realize how many of the small things you have to be thankful for, and then you get to day thirty, it's like oh, we done. It's like because you probably could even think of more after that, and so it was just helpful in like just realizing all of like even the small things like. The ability to walk, or that you even have a job, like even if you don't, you know, the necessarily to like speak. It. Yeah, like just all the small things, and it's like you get to thinking of most of the small things after day ten because you ran out and you like, all right, well, what else can I be thankful for? And you just realize, like, I got hair on my head, like it's like a bunch of small. I got things. edges, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? And so it's just a I'm lot of thankful because <laughs> people don't have. Expect. That's, that's like um, my boss she started CrossFit she wanted me to join the challenge with her but I didn't just go around and she was just saying how hard the lower body exercises are and I was like for me the lower body stuff is easy she said well you got them thighs and that booty I was like I never like you know. look like a tank <laughs> thighs like a chunk and she was like that's why for you that stuff is easy she was like I be struggling <laughs> and so it's like even when of course I still want to lose weight but just being thankful for my body how it is now how it functions now and I think you should take the challenge that's a fear what doing the crossfit challenge Oh, that just costs too much, and I or your miss- class or a class. Oh yeah, I just would have missed too many classes for me to join because it was only on certain nights of the week. That's the only reason I didn't do it because I'm like it costs like three hundred dollars for three classes a week, and I was going to miss too many of them because like I had that? stuff to do this week, stuff to do next week, and then we going to Vegas. I'm just like it doesn't make sense to do oh, it, oh. so that's the only reason why I didn't do it. I'm sorry, I stretched it hurt. You're fine. So next, um, care for yourself. Self-confidence depends on a combination of good physical health, emotional health, and social health. It is hard to feel good about yourself if you hate your physique or constantly have low energy. So then it just goes into even exercising normally, regularly gives you endorphins, even if 
you don't see a change right away, it could be helping with your physical health without it, you know, showing itself. That's the testimony. I've yeah. been in the gym a lot lately, mm-hmm. and I just feel good. My body just feels good. Yeah. And I haven't really been paying too much attention to whether or not I've lost. Like, I, did weigh, I do weigh myself once a week mm-hmm. just because I track. Mm-hmm. So it just helps me to keep accountable of how much I'm eating because it's based off of, you know, how much I weigh. Yeah. So I only do it for that purpose, but I've really enjoyed working out lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This time around, it just... <laughs> it clicked. It yeah. just kind of clicked where I just like going. I don't really be thinking about, oh, I need to sweat or I need to work out really hard so I can lose weight. I just like going. Mm-hmm. I just like zoning out. I think very clear when I'm going. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel good if I'm stressed or whatever. So... I definitely think activity and I feel like it don't have to be the gym it could be take a walk or Mm -hmm. do something that you enjoy as long as you're just moving around and you know I didn't think about it until we had the conversation about it but it's like I used to be like wondering why people always go to the gym and I didn't see them changing I'm like they ain't changing at all but it could just be that they just enjoy going and like it's a stress reliever but I always used to be like, well, why the heck they keep doing the same workout (laughs) and people go to maintain so people are good with their body then they go to the gym two three times a week to maintain their physique. yeah so you just yeah. never know yeah and that's why it's like my business <laughs> thanks all right next is create personal boundaries learn to say no teach others to respect your personal boundaries if necessary take classes on how to be more assertive and learn <laughs> learn to ask for what you want <laughs> so <laughs> Shanae, back in the day, in undergrad, I gave <laughs> a wonderful <laughs> lecture. And I really think I have pictures of the things Please you wrote. Tom. I had them find them, yeah. I gave a, a lecture great, to like, throwback pose. <laughs> because she had to develop her balls. <laughs> and she was not telling nobody no. Stressing herself out, mm-hmm. doing way too much for people, not taking care of herself, not doing for herself. Mm-hmm. It was getting on my nerves watching. And so <laughs> I felt like, let's talk about how we say no and how we develop those balls. <laughs> that eventually, I, yeah, I think you named the class How to Make Your Balls Drop or something drop, like that. <laughs> it was something make like that. Drop. And then eventually, <laughs> what you do, you tell somebody to suck them. <laughs> suck them. After you let them drop. So, oh you see God. what I'm saying? It's a hello. Okay? Full circle. Full. Wow. You, see, you know what? Wow. Huh. I gotta find those pictures. I gave a little lecture about how to let her balls drop mm-hmm. and to say no and not mm-hmm. feel bad about saying no. Mm-hmm. Creating boundaries and not feeling bad about creating boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, we got to find those notes and maybe I need to do a webinar called... <laughs> That's the thing now. <laughs> All right. Everybody know them. Maybe I'll do a webinar about how to let them balls drop and you tell should. people no. You should totally do it. <laughs> do the webinar. I swear. <laughs> I we got put on IGTV. We got put on... You know what? <laughs> let me tell y'all something. <laughs> we about to hit y'all with life lessons. <laughs> Okay, life lessons with Chanel. <laughs> and the first one is how let them balls drop. Because you shouldn't feel bad about telling someone no. And you shouldn't feel bad about having boundaries to keep yourself in a good space. Right. People will do what you allow them to do. Mm-hmm. Even people, and I get it, because even the people you're closest to, you be like, well, they wouldn't take advantage of you. 
Sometimes they would. Knowingly and unknowingly. That's all I say. Sometimes they do it unknowingly. And I think that's the hardest thing for people to do. And you have to understand that if it's knowingly, that's the conversation you have with that person. If it's unknowingly, there's another conversation you have. And it's not an attacking conversation. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't know, then... Yeah. I think you you have more sympathy if they are doing it unknowingly. Because then you communicate it. And they're like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize how that was affecting you. Now, if they know, that's a whole... That's another conversation, yeah. but boundaries are important. Yeah. I think for me, I struggle with having boundaries in, like, romantic aspects. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have it at work with friendships, but in, like, the romance department, I would let stuff slide too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do that now. Mm-hmm. You get kids up. <laughs> if my boundaries are broken yeah. more than once. Yeah. Because I'll give you a pass the first time. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that not repeating yourself 15 times either. So that's yes. a part of boundaries as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's something I've been learning and developing is having boundaries and keeping to them when it comes to like my romantic life. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that issue nowhere else, frankly. <laughs> right. All right. And the last one is shift to an equality mentality. People with low self-esteem see others as better or more deserving than themselves. Instead of caring perception, see yourself as being equally as important as everyone else. They are no better or more deserving than you. I like that. Me too. Because I'm like, I feel like there is a healthy boundary of like, or a healthy level of not thinking that you're better than other people. But it's like, you also are no less deserving than them either. So yeah, realizing that we all are just as important um, it may be in different ways, but never thinking that you're above or below other people. And then sometimes I say with that is, even with like certain skills, mm-hmm. yeah, they can sing better, mm-hmm. but you can draw. So sometimes right. that's it's like, a different aspect, yeah. along with that is like, don't, we already know, like, don't compare yourself, that's not healthy either. Mm-hmm. But like, acknowledge your talents. Mm-hmm. And try to enhance the talents, the God-given talents you got. Yeah, it's fine to develop new things, but like we all have a skill set, and mm-hmm. I think I think everyone have a natural skill set, something that they can do in their sleep. And I think sometimes it's hard for people to articulate. I I think that, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes when it's not tangible, mm-hmm. like drawing or dancing, people yeah. feel like, "Why well, I don't have no talent, no skill?" Yes, you do. I think there's something mm-hmm. that everyone is naturally good at, and it doesn't have to be like an obvious thing it could be something you're on a small level that you're good at I'm good at you know helping people get their lives together <laughs> That's in the sense of like dropping your ball getting your balls dropped <laughs> I've I, given that speech a couple times <laughs> and I think like for me even personally I think that was like the tough thing and still is a tough thing like when people call podcasters um, creatives cause I'm like I ain't creative because I like, am <laughs> I don't know why you had that trouble. I am. In my head, creative is something tangible. It's, you know, being able to dance, being able to sing, being able to draw. Those things, to me, are creative. And so, it's still kind of weird to me that podcasters are called creatives. Because I know, maybe like a year ago, someone was like talking about creatives. And I was like, I ain't creative. And they was like, but you are in the creative category. And I was like, wow. Oh. And why won't you just accept it know-how? If someone feels like what you're doing is creative, why not just say thank you? And that's the difference to me. It's the noun of saying creative, not the adjective of saying you're creative. But I'm saying in your creative community, whatever it is, whatever they say, why not be like, oh, word. Because that's what I just said, because to me, the t- it's always been the tangible things that are creative, not 
podcasting or other things like that. My sister. I mean, it's a work in progress, but for right now, that's how I feel. I said evolve. I didn't say now. (laughs) Relax. I didn't say now. (laughs) Sheesh. So those. Those are the 10 things to do to boost your confidence. Are there anything that you do that aren't listed here? No. One thing they do. I think music. Music is helpful for me. There's certain songs I like that mm-hmm. give me good energy, make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely... Um, doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps me. I like to... I like to. I consider myself creative in many aspects. Mm-hmm. We do this. I like to draw. I like to do a lot of things, and like mm-hmm. doing those things. Excuse me, makes me feel good. So I think I always think having hobbies are healthy. Yeah, just something that's for you that you enjoy that you don't that, turn into a business. Always, everything doesn't have to be, yeah. but you know, people do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things, and I think for me, uh, what else? I know for me, one of the things that wasn't listed here that I think you do have to do like in a very healthy and mindful way is sometimes comparing yourself to others. So like, for example, I follow plus size models because it's like that helps give me confidence because I'm like, they doing it, I can do it. And so it's like, there is like, you have to be careful. You can admire people and that can inspire you. Yeah, Yeah, but it's like, you can get in a tunnel worm and be like, compare yourself in a bad way. But I do think being surrounded by people that, you know, uplift you and inspire you and comparing yourself to others in that way can be helpful. Thank you. I think that's such like a compliment. Because <laughs> you, okay. you follow me. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> Don't irritate so, me. And I'm plus size. So. <laughs> All right. So I think that's all we have today for boosting self-confidence. If you guys like have any other practices that you do to boost self-confidence, let us know. Also, if anyone's really interested in wanting to hear my Let Your Balls Drop lecture, <laughs> I would love a comment or two. Cause we'll Just do comment it. balls. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> just because like, we'll do it, okay? <laughs> we put that on IGTV. I just want to know that y'all would find it entertaining and useful. <laughs> So let me know, cause we can we can work that out. Comment balls if you want to see. I that. I'm not gonna say that, but <laughs> you know, do what you feel. I'm not gonna do all that. But let me know, cause we can we can get that in production, and we can do this. I have my chart, the steps of letting them things hang, and getting boundaries in your life, beloved. Oh my gosh. Alright, so guys, always make sure you keep up with us on Instagram, our website. We have blog posts and things of that nature, new blog posts up. Uh, We have giveaways coming up. So, you know, just always stay tuned. Our website, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com, and our Instagram, goodgirlsbehavingbadly. Twitter, GGBB Podcast. Um, and if you have any topic suggestions or question suggestions, email us, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, This is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.